Hello and welcome back to another episode if you want to do what. Today I've got Fiona Bradley on and she's a freelance marketer. Hi Fiona. Hello. How are we? I'm absolutely grand. How are you? Good, good. You were just saying you're very busy at the moment. Yes, um, with building my personal brand at the end of last year, it's, it's absolutely blown up the last couple of weeks. <laughs> That's good news. That's what you want, isn't it? Exactly, yes. Um, Fiona, do you want to tell everyone a bit about what you do? I run a digital marketing business that I set up um, in February 2020, and I'm a marketing freelancer. So how did you get into the world of marketing? Um, I actually wanted to be a vet, uh, but I was just so desperate to go to uni. I picked marketing. I didn't know anything about <laughs> it, except my mum said that they were the most fun team at her work. That is very bizarre. I wanted to be a vet as well. Oh, did you? Yeah, but I, I did a bit of work experience and um, I watched uh, a vet do a, a quite a major operation um, and I kind of wake up on the floor. So I decided oh maybe it's, uh, it's not for me. <laughs> um so you're saying you your mum said it was the uh the most looked like the most fun to join but apart from that and once you got to uni why did you kind of stick with it and choose to go into it as a career um I, I did really find it interesting and all the brands and the community the consumer psychology behind everything um so alongside the marketing degree i did three chartered institutes marketing the cim um qualifications while i was studying um and then went straight into an agency after uni i loved it that's interesting because we've had quite a few people in uh, on the podcast that, that, that work in marketing um, mm-hmm. and there's always been that kind of argument for what do you think about qualifications versus practical experience how's that for you do you think the qualifications you got really helped you or is it more the practical experience you got once you were working um i, I think at university a lot of the courses that we were doing we were working with real life businesses we were pitching to businesses and if they liked our idea they'd take us on as placement students or they'd run our marketing plan so a lot of it was real life experience but I suppose if you do have a more theory-led course then it's a bit different I think agency experience is invaluable but having some kind of background whether that's in a degree or online courses or reading up in marketing theory and books then um i think having that background really does make a difference but it doesn't really matter where you get that from Mm. and i guess marketing uh marketing and advertising people usually put it under one banner um and it's so varied now isn't it there's so many different roles within different disciplines so Mm -hmm. did you decide to specialize within a certain part of marketing or are you sort of a general marketer Um, I suppose I'm a bit of a generalist and I hire specialists. So I've got someone that does graphics, someone that does development, someone that does specifically reels and TikToks. I like the overarching strategy and being able to kind of approach each different business and, and kind of oversee what they're doing. But if you, you know, you can get into an absolute rabbit hole with really, really specific roles like seo there's entire companies built around ppc and (laughs) at the minute i'm a generalist people keep saying niche but i don't want to (laughs) (laughs) do you know i have to agree with you everyone always says to you you know niche down that's where you make the money you have to you know be a master of your craft but i I think for me my personal interest is so varied i'd find it very difficult to niche down do you do you find that 
exactly i completely agree and so you mentioned you went into an agency after university what was that like and, and how did you actually get in there um i got in there they they actually asked for like four years work experience which i didn't have i just had them um, <laughs> an awful lot more confidence than I should have had in myself (laughs) but I was the youngest by at least kind of 10 years in industry there and being around so many really experienced people just absolutely pushed me like my first client was Morrison's I was working with like Coca-Cola Unilever I was pitching to Pepsi on my own at kind of 22 and really being thrown in the deep end and being around so many other people that were so supportive really early on definitely made a difference to where I am now. I think it's interesting. You just mentioned confidence and we don't really talk about that a lot on the podcast, but it's something we probably should because it can get you a hell of a lot further, can't it? Than people actually think if you, was it fake it till you make it, which is a great old saying, um, yeah. but it's actually kind of true, isn't it? I mean, it is. Um, I mean, if I'm completely honest, the first Facebook ads job that I took on, I thought, I really need, I, I took on that job and then learned Facebook ads because it's something that I wanted to do. I invested in a course, I invested in a mentor and I taught myself how to do that and did a pretty good job. Um, so I kind of jump, jump in first, but I think a lot, a lot of people, especially women underestimate themselves and wouldn't apply for a job if they don't have the relevant mm. experience rather than seeing a role and being like, yeah, I want to grow into that. it's just I just think people just don't like you say unless you kind of put that front on first and give it a go it's all about giving it a go isn't it yeah yeah you need to put yourself out there and if you're if you're comfortable then you you're not growing if it's something that you can if if everything on that job title or that that client wants you to do is something that you already know how to do you're not going to grow with it Mm. So how did your career develop from going into this agency? Where did you go from there? Um, all, all, the, uh, all the money that they wanted to spend, all these huge FMCG brands within digital. So I went into a digital agency thinking that's <laughs> where the dollar is. And then um, after a year in the agency, I kind of didn't like the rates and the delays and kind of decided I wanted to do a better job on my own and and went freelance the week before the first lockdown oh wow blimey how so how was that first few weeks first few months um it it was okay for a couple of months um it was it was really good actually um but then basically I lost my biggest client um had to go through kind of a, a period of like no payments and really really had to reevaluate my business model and business development I got stuck in that kind of feast famine cycle where you're so busy with one project you're not putting yourself out there to pick anything up when it ends mm. so I've kind of got got clients on retainers and I've been able to finish that but there was a couple of times where I was looking at full-time roles thinking oh my gosh I've got to fold this but I'm so glad I persevered yeah, definitely. I mean, how, how does it work now then? So have you hired people or do you get freelancers in? Because this, like you said, there's so many different disciplines. How does one company kind of cater for, for the needs? Um, yeah, so I hire specialists in um, for things that I just um, crap at or just really don't like doing. Like PR, I don't have the connections, SEO, um, web development. I'll always want to outsource that to someone who can do a perfect job with that. 
Mm. Uh, but, but that's the way forward, right? Instead of trying to be, um, like we said, trying to do everything, you have to outsource to grow, right? Yeah. You need to have a to not do list as much as your to do list. Mm. You can do kind of two things really, really well or 10 things m- mediocrely. So if somebody's listening to this and they're thinking they'd like to go into marketing, and this is probably quite a tough question, but what are some key skill sets they should be thinking about building? Um, If you want to start kind of reading up on branding and why people buy and the kind of messaging um, that you want to be putting out there, um, Seth Godin, his books are my absolute go-tos for marketing. And there's loads of free courses on HubSpot now. There's one for kind of Instagram and watching YouTube videos and following creators and tutorials and the best way to learn is to do it yourself. I started growing my uh, interiors account when I, when I got my house and playing about with reels and TikToks and even my own LinkedIn. I was playing about with different content styles and grew 3000 followers on there in the last few weeks, just trying stuff on your own account. Even if you don't want to put your face on it, I don't know, make a Twitter account for your cat and start <laughs> trialing content. The best way to learn in marketing is to do Mm. and what's an average day like for a general marketer um i start the day uh i post all my client linkedin posts first thing because that kind of content performs best between 8 and 10 a.m um kind of check your emails send briefs off to the team um, I like to time block all my big jobs in the morning because that's when I've got the most focus, like strategy planning, paid ad builds, and reporting. And in the afternoon, I like all the creative jobs, um, things that don't need loads of focus and silence, like making reels, content creation, blogging, email marketing. And then at the end of the day, sending all the content to my virtual assistant for scheduling for the next day. It sounds like you've built a business that's really sort of based in in the you know in the modern times whereas maybe pre-pandemic we'd have been a bit more you know go and get an office and kind of sort of hire people in but you really sort of embraced that freelance mentality with your business right yeah completely everyone's remote i do have a co-working space which i found absolutely invaluable um but i i still think remote working is where it's heading i haven't even met half the clients i've worked with in person but i don't really need to Mm. and what kind of personality traits do you think have helped you to succeed in marketing i think being very self-motivated and putting myself out there kind of personality is everything um you need to be charismatic if you're client facing um and there's so many freelancers uh, out there offering social media marketing you need that differentiator of why people are going to work with you how are you going to make them feel I don't know if it's my northern charm or just direct (laughs) approach um, and refusal to take any any terrible results and change tax as soon as possible and find the next best thing but that's what's gonna set you apart and probably what's I think set me apart Mm. and what i find really interesting is you mentioned personal branding early on now we've Mm -hmm. had a few different personal branding sort of consultants on and we were talking about not only the importance for business owners but also people looking for jobs um to create a personal brand because i guess when you go looking for freelancers 
you're looking, you know, you find people with personal brands first, right? Completely. I want people who um, can market my clients, my company. And if they can't market themselves very well, if they can't talk confidently about what they're offering and who they are, then how would I know that they can talk that confidently, use social media for my clients if they're not doing it for themselves? And for you, what would be maybe the biggest positive um, that you've taken from working in the industry so far? Um, That you can use marketing to spread a positive message. There was a time when I got a bit down about it and thought, oh my gosh, I am. And marketing is the root of all evil and consumerism and we're burning the planet. But um, now kind of working with more sustainable organizations and when you've got a big platform you can use it to spread positivity like the marketing meetup um, they, they send really wonderful emails all the time and lovely webinars and you know you can spread positive and sustainable messaging and on the flip side of that what would be something that's maybe negative or less favorable about the industry um, people uh, kind of taking advantage of, um, especially I see, I see this a lot on Instagram with Instagram influencers promoting this freelance lifestyle and this dream and promoting these courses to really young girls who are kind of 16 to 18 um, as uh, who have kind of a few hundred or a few thousand Instagram followers and think, yeah, I can be a social media, but they don't teach them on these courses how to build a business because you're running a business you have to get clients because I get a few emails a day asking for help with freelance business saying oh I've invested in this course and this course but they didn't teach me this or this can you um so I think I think people trying to take advantage or showcasing the freelance life as this flashy flexible thing rather than it's actually hard you know you're you're running a a full business you have to wear a lot of hats And if you were writing your own job description, what would be something that you probably wouldn't put in there, but you have to deal with on a daily basis? Hiding under the table. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Time blocking in meetings um, and putting my phone on airplane mode so uh, clients can't contact me when it's kind of not their set day um every client has kind of their day when I'll take their calls their meetings do their work but there's so much kind of crossover if you let your boundaries blur yeah so yeah falsely hiding myself or putting (laughs) on an out of office when I just need to sit and get my head down yeah is, is a big one and um, how would somebody begin to sort of progress within marketing? Would it be learning different disciplines or becoming a uh, more research or, or how do you progress within the industry? Um, it would be taking on more clients or setting up more accounts yourself and, and trialing that. Um, I mean, you can pay for hundreds of thousands of courses online but getting real world experience even if you've kind of got a full-time job why not ask to run if you've got a family friend that has a small business why not ask to run their channels and start building up your portfolio just give things a go and would you still go into this knowing everything you know now um probably not (laughs) (laughs) if i'm completely honest if i knew how 
how much I'd have honestly cried and freaked out, gone to debt collectors for, for kind of, you know, clients that had been disrespectful. And I'd have been a lot more hesitant to have dipped into freelancing because in my mind I was thinking, oh, flexibility. Oh, I can do my own brand. Oh, everything can be bright pink. I can go on <laughs> holiday as much as I want. I, I, I didn't quite realize what I got myself into, but I wouldn't change it. No. Well, thank you so much for your time, Fiona. It's been really interesting hearing about your business and how you got into freelancing. Really cool. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me on. And where can people find you or your business? I'm on LinkedIn and fbcoms.co.uk. Wicked. Thanks, Fiona. No worries.